and welcome to Quicklink Podcast on Wednesday the 21st of July. Shall we just crack on with it? Yes, yes we shall. Here's today's headlines. Mark Cavendish uh, won <coughs> the Roselaire Criterium last night, one of the lucrative races arranged in more ways than one, immediately after the Tour de France for the biggest names to keep their sponsors and their well-lubricated staff happy and earn a few bob by riding in their ASO jerseys. The main point of this was that Cavendish hasn't yet started contract talks with Patrick Lefebvre for 2022 and beyond. As someone much smarter than I on Twitter said, Cav needs Quickstep more than Quickstep needs Cav. Sad news for the SEG Racing Academy, who will be stepping down from the UCI Continental Level Pro Men's Cycling's third tier from January. While the team will continue to operate in some format, they are looking forward to refocusing on bringing young riders through to the pro ranks in different ways, following in the footsteps of Case Bowl, Eduardo Affini, Ida Schelling and Fabio Jakobsen. The team's announcement referred to the number of World Tour teams now investing in their own development squads, which offer much the same route to the highest level of racing. Three Brits and friends of the show are with the team this year. That's Harrison Wood, Tom Day and Sean Flynn. Dan Hula is perhaps their current star rider, with the 22-year-old heading to Trek Segafredo in January. Sweet Spot have confirmed the route details for both the Women's Tour and the Tour of Britain, both taking place this autumn. The missing gaps on the Tour of Britain route map were on stages 3 and 4, with both set to take place in Wales. After the race departs Penzance on September 5th and heads to Exeter the following day, stage 3 will be a 27.5km team time trial, just the second time that's happened at the Tour of Britain, being held in Carmarthenshire, before the race's longest stage on day 4, almost 215km from Eberon, which is where I think the Tarlings live, that's heading to the top of Great Orm in Clan Dudno. The women's race will be held over six days from October 4th to 9th. Bista hosts the Grand Depart, heading through Oxfordshire and up to Banbury. Day two is a circuit race in central Walsall in the Midlands, with an individual time trial in Atherstone near Nuneaton for stage three. Day four takes the riders from Shoebriness to the seaside in Southend, before they stay along the coast on day five going from Colchester to Clacton, and Haverhill to Felixstowe wraps it all up on day six. To today's action then, and one of two five-day races starting today with a prologue is Tour Alsace in northeastern France, with a start list that skews heavily towards the under-23s, though not officially designated as that classification. Today was a 4.3km three-man team time trial in Salzheim on the outskirts of Mulhouse, pan flat all the way round, but a little bit technical. Defending champion Tom Pidcock, who won in 2019 for Wiggins, he's heading to the Olympics instead, so in fact we actually have to look down the results from 2019 to 7th place. That was Roland Talman of Team Vorlberg to find a rider making a return. On the start list, you have the development teams of Uno X, FDJ, Alps and Phoenix, Jumbo Visma, DSM, Lotto Sudial, and SEG. Trinity Racing are back in action as well, as are national squads from Great Britain, Germany, and the glorious motherland Canada. While other teams at the race include Androni Giacatoli Sidemek, Kern Farmer, Masaus Sersk Polski, Bridge Lane coming all the way from Australia, and there are strong French domestic teams there too in CC Atoups and AVC Aix en Provence. Brits on the start list are Lewis Askey and Joe Pidcock with FDJ, Harrison Wood with SEG, Stuart Balfour with the Swiss Racing Academy. Your Great Britain team are the six lads fresh from a toile d'or over the last two days. That's Reese Britton, Bob Donaldson, Alfie George, Ollie Stockwell, Will Tidball and Sam Watson, whilst Trinity's team includes Ben Turner and our local pro Sam Culverwell. They're joined by Irish champion Ben Healy, American crit champion Luke Lamperty and Carter Turnbull from Down Under. Preliminary results then, and Jumbo Visma's trio of Stauner Mitter, Boven and Van Bella 
were fastest with a 5.03.48, beating Elkov Kasper by one third of a second. They were 5.03.80. SEG Racing Academy's lead trio came third, 5.04.19, and then Yumbo Visma's second team fourth at 5.04.88. And then in order, FTJ, Unox, Trinity, DSM, and Cross Team Legendary. 163 kilometres from Colmar to Altkirch tomorrow, with a couple of lumps in the final third of the stage as the race heads into the Les Ordons range on the Swiss border. The other five-day race starting today is Vuelta a Madrid. Though a domestic race not on the UCI calendar, it's being held for the first time since 2013 when it was a two-stage affair, one on day one by Petr Vakoc, who took the overall, and on day two by Tish Benut. Editor's note, don't confuse this with Vuelta a la Comunidad de Madrid, which was last held in 2019 and won by Clement Russo of Arceus Samsic. A 7.3km time trial to kick us off in the Spanish capital for the under-23 riders. It's being live-streamed on the race's official website at vueltaamadrid.com or find Sport Public TV on YouTube, Sport Public, one word. Jose Marin of Telcom on Clima, one with a time of 9.44. Eugenio Sanchez, second for Lizate, one second back. Then Unai Iribar of Laboral Kutsa, another second back in third. We've only seen the top 15 posted by the Madrid Cycling Federation at time of recording. Sadly, neither Perry or Wesley featuring in the mix. The race heads to Butrego del Lozoya tomorrow for a 97.6km trip over the Cat 1 Puebla de la Sierra climb. One for the sprinters on Friday in Parla, an uphill finish in Villareo de Salvanes on Saturday, and the climax will happen on Sunday atop San Lorenzo del Escorial. 22 teams present, including Kaya Rural, Iolo Cometa, Lizate, La Tova and Supermercado. Our attention was drawn to the start list by a pair of young Brits who are being supported throughout the year by the excellent Dave Rainerfund, who we've talked about at length on previous shows. Toby Perry is racing for La Tova. He's on great form with six wins and 12 top five places so far this year. And Dylan Wesley from Leeds is joining him. He got his season underway in Spain just last week with a top 20 at Anzuola Saria for his team Lizate. And the final race today in Belgium and another bunch finish with stage two of Tour de Wallonie being moved to the Zolder motor racing circuit after the recent devastating flooding across the country. 30 laps for 120 kilometres of fun, and after yesterday's poignant win for Dylan Gronewagen of Jumbo Visma, it was pure poetry that today's sprint was won by Fabio Jakobsen of De Kernic Quickstep, the 24-year-old taking his first victory since that awful crash with Gronewagen at uh, Poland last year, which put him out for eight months undergoing heavy surgery, and it's been a long road back. It's a 38th win of the year for De Kernic, and they're now 10 clear of Ineos in the World Tour win rankings. They've won that every year since 2013. Second today was Fernando Gaviria of UAE Team Emirates, still waiting for that first win of the year after top five finishes at the UAE Tour, Terreno Adriatico, and of course at the Giro d'Italia. Amari Capio took third for Arkea Samsic, edging ever closer to his first professional win. Fourth for Piet Alagar of Cofidis, fifth for Andrea Pascalon of Intermarché. Nitzolo 6th, Saro 7th, Renard 8th, Gridnia 9th and Degenkolb 10th. Gronewegen finished 15th in the bunch sprint, so he stays leading GC. Level on time with Jakobsen. Gaviria, Hugo Hofstetter, Quinton Ermans and Dries de Bont are all at 4 seconds. Jakobsen will wear the points jersey tomorrow. Tom Paco of Bingo is king of the mountains. And Juan Lopez of Trek Segafredo is the best young rider. He's 7 seconds down in 11th. 180 kilometres from Plombier to Erezy tomorrow, with five categorised climbs to tackle as the race heads south through the High Venn Nature Park on the outskirts of Liège. 
The summit of the final climb, Côte de Beth, comes inside the final 10k. It's only 1600 metres long, but much of it at 10%, so we might, hopefully, see a little late break. Though last year, the climb did split the front bunch, but Arnold de Mar still held them off on the line. There we go, we've got a feature-length interview coming with you tomorrow, as we recorded two in the past week. You'll get one tomorrow, and one in a fortnight time. We haven't decided which way round we're doing it yet. Also, hopefully, you'll hear a new voice on the show, our brand new co-host, but more on that later. Either way, we'll be in your ears again on Thursday with the day's results, headlines, and Grey's sun-soaked ramblings. Until then, ride safe and take care. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. We're online at quicklinkpod.co.uk and across social media at quicklinkpod. You can support this show by using the code QUICKLINK when you shop with veloskin.cc for all your chamois cream and skincare needs and also at efswheels.com where UK customers can get themselves a full set of tubeless ready full carbon wheels for under £500. Please like and subscribe, share the show and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.